Welcome to Explorers. My name is Godswil Olembe. I'll be doing a series of um, episodes centered around some deep revelations of the scripture and my understanding of what the Bible is saying. To start with, today we'll be discussing the beauty of sex when done right. And I want us to know that sex is both an act and an orientation. Some have gotten the orientation right, have misplaced the act of sex itself, while some have gotten the orientation wrong and the act of sex itself wrong. Some have gotten both orientation and act right. One very paramount thing that we all must get right. Because when one's orientation about something is altered, it's a right to say that the person's response and actions around the same thing be altered. Just like anything else, God has also given to man an opportunity that life avails us, they can be abused. Sex is not excluded. It's massively been abused. So, I want you to know that the discussion at this time is not centered on the different methods, on the different styles of sex, or in satisfying our sexuality irrespective of our sexual orientation. Always true is sex can be developed in accordance with what our Creator and our God expects of us, in line with kingdom principles. It is actually a very large area of discourse and can be exhausted in this few minutes in our hands. However, I would do my justice to it. I do appreciate the opportunity to share with you and do believe that the Holy Ghost will enable us to go through this discussion. I am not all knowing with regards to this topic, but I thank God that learning doesn't come only by experience, but by the desire to learn and understand. So, sticking around, you will take away from this very discussion what exactly sex is, what makes it right, what makes it wrong, what values are attached to doing it right, and how to ensure that sex is done right, then a conclusion. In our definition of terms for um, so we can be on the same page in the course of this discussion. I'll first of all start the term sex. Now it can be both a noun and a verb. As a noun is simply either of the two categories of humans we know, you're either male or you're female. Um, we'll avoid ambiguity that um, current days um, cries and, and all manner of um, organizations and people are shouting about People that are neither males nor females, well, the genius knows not that, so I do not know where to find those expressions from. Um, or the fact that sexual activity um, are those things that you involve in to satisfy a sexual urge. They are called sex. It's a noun, it's a name of something. And what the Bible says about that, um, about those things we do, is that the Bible writes in the very beginning of it, as at Genesis 1.27, God um, stated his words to Moses, that humans or men are made to be males and females. So that was God using 
sex as a noun. Then it could be also could also be a verb. As a verb, we see this way coming forth when you try to determine the sex of something, is it to do things or to do things in a way that causes sexual arousal. Um, that is a verb you're trying to do something. All right, so the next thing we'll be looking at this morning is um, fornication. Fornication simply means um, consensual sex or intercourse between people not married to each other. It's a form of extramarital sex. However, both parties are unmarried. When you compare that with adultery, it simply means either both of the parties are married but not to each other, or one of the parties is unmarried. The next thing we're looking at is masturbation, something very common, like massively common, promoted by various medias and forms. Stimulation of the genitals with the hand or any other device for sexual pleasure is a form of masturbation, is a form of autosex. Heterosexuals, um, for persons who are sexually attracted to people of the opposite sex. Now, I'm a man, I like a woman. I'm a woman, I like a man. I want to stay with a man, I want to spend my time, I want to have that sexual relation moment with the opposite sex. Such class of people I call heterosexuals. The bulk of the people around, the community, wherever we go to, are heterosexuals. However, we have a few variations. These people we call homosexuals. They are sexually attracted to their own sex. They are males, they want males. Or they are females and they want females. Now, when it is a woman who is sexually attracted to another woman, she's called a lesbian. When it is a man who is sexually attracted to another man, they call gay. We also have another um, special class of people we call the transgender. Now, it's denoting or relating to people whose sense of personal identity, their orientation now about who they are and their gender does not correspond with their birth sex. Simply means they were either born as a man, however, they've grown up now and have chosen to be a woman. They see themselves as feminine and they live as one or he or she was born as a female, raised up as a female child, has now grown up and sees herself as a male and live as a male. I want to exhibit the dominant male factor even in relationships. Another thing that um, we need to know is the concept of rape. Now, rape is simply any form of unlawful sexual intercourse or any other sexual penetration. Penetration could either be that of the vagina or um, the anus or the mouth of another person with or without force. Now, we saw earlier is unlawful sexual. Once it's unlawful sexual with or without force by a sex organ or any other organ, without the consent of the victim, once the consent of the victim in any act of sex is removed, it's termed as rape. Now, the last thing we'll be looking at in our introductory terms this today is I'm lost, is strong sexual desire for someone. Now, we see that occurring um, in the Bible in a couple of places, but one very remarkable one is the case of 2 Samuel 13, verse 2, where Ammon was distressed, even to the point of becoming sick because of his sister, Tamar. 
However, we saw in that definition the Bible introduced that she was a virgin. So most of the times um, I've tried to describe here are all form of either sexual orientation or a form of the act of sex. Um, some of them are in line with God's injection. A couple of them are not or defines, defies God-given injection of sex. However, we've seen people express themselves in all of these ways, giving room for a lot of ways in which people abuse sex. So, for purpose of clarity, I might be using either males or females. I may not be using either males or females. I could just be used. I could just use the term man. Just know that I, that could apply to both sexes. So, what makes sex right? Five things to take away. Number one, when it is done in a Christian, customarily, traditional, approved marital relationship. Number two, when such relationships involves a man and a woman. Number three, when such members are of the legal age of responsibility and are in such recognized relationship. Number four, when such married persons are not siblings. And number five, when willingly engaged in by both parties in a recognized relationship, not by coercion or for other incentives. The part two of this discussion will be involving what exactly makes it wrong and the beauty of sex when done right. I look forward to having you join me next postcard. And God bless you. You can like this, share with your friends. Give it to someone out there who is young and you know is at the verge of needing this information. Thanks and thanks for stopping.